Hello, my loves. This is Debbie L. London, your generational curse, a breaker, your healer, your self-help author. All things that you need to get over this hump called life so that you can be you and live a life of peace. We are transforming with transparency as per Um, Welcome to How Spirituality Healed Me, part two. I'm giving you two episodes in one day because I love you and because these are things that you requested from me and I want to make sure I make it do what it do for y'all at all times, okay? So sit back and relax, enjoy. As usual, if this is your first time coming here, I encourage you to please get my book Residue, Surviving and Overcoming the Stains of Generational Curses and Soul Ties, because that will be the starting point of your healing journey. In that book, I am sharing my experiences and telling you how I healed and how I I learned to identify and realize I am a product of generational curses and what helped, what I did to just start breaking away. Um, from them. It's a starting point. It's a point of relatability and knowing that you are not alone. You are not by yourself. You were never crazy, despite what your fucking family members tried to tell you. You weren't crazy, baby. You knew they were messed up. You're not alone. So I encourage you to pick that up. All links on how to reach me and connect with me via my other social media platforms are in the description of this podcast. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on TikTok and on Instagram. TikTok is where I keep it real and where I cut up. It is my favorite place to be. So definitely follow me on there. Um, so today, one of the most requested things um, on my TikTok channel was I made a post about um, meeting my spirit guides, a.k.a. my angels. And we all have angels, you know, and we've all prayed. You know, let the angels stand around me, blah, 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 blah. But you have your own angels. And um, in the past, I don't know, in the past few months, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to think back to when I started meditating. And I encourage you to listen to part one to get background on how I began breaking away from religion and fully being focused on relationship with God which is spirituality religion is more of a formality spirituality is about connection and organic you know nurturing a relationship without the formal you know structural things that are religion that come along with it but anyways I don't know when I started meditating honestly but I got to a point because I've always been so intuitive of, man, I need more. I, I, I need more than worship music. You know, I need more than my prayer journaling. Um, I just need more. I need more. And the best thing I can compare it to is like having baby food, right? In your stages of life, in my stages of spiritual growth throughout my life, like, Okay, we're at baby food. We had, you know, little toddler food. Now we eating solid food, you know, and now we're doing this. Now we're doing that. And I'm like, baby, I'm ready for filet mignon <laughs> spiritually. Like I done. 
And this is not, I'm not in any way saying I know it all and I'm all knowing. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just like, I need a little bit more. My spirit is hungry. I'm hungry to grow. And I'm not going to be able to grow eating, you know, chicken and asparagus. I need something a little more feeling, you know, a little bit heavier, you know, that's going to sit with me for a little bit. That's going to sustain me spiritually for this particular phase of my life. So I don't know. And within the past year, I have started meditating. And when I tell you it has been the most life changing thing ever. Um, What I love about meditation is it is just that instant connection because and I'm I literally only meditate 10 minutes 10 to 15 minutes tops a day and it's in the morning first thing in the morning when I wake up literally has changed my life like you know you have prayer but it's like meditation you know that that's a form of prayer and I just love it because it's like distraction free Because if you're like me, you know, we've all been there where we would be praying and then all kinds of stuff be popping up in your head and you get distracted and you get sleepy. Nah, man, with meditation, it's it's focused. It's such a focused, deliberate, intentional time of God. And it has been life changing for me. Um, I find myself running to it. Like if I get frustrated, if I need an answer, if I just need some peace, if I need to reset really quick, if I need to gather myself, I run to meditate. And it has truly just brought so much balance and grounding into my life. And literally all I do is I put on frequency music. I love uh, Jason Stevenson's channel on YouTube and I love the Meditative Mind channel as well. Those are my go-tos for frequency music. What I mean by frequency music is like um, different frequencies are helpful for different things. Like you got 528 hertz, you got 432 hertz, you got 963 and so forth and so on. And you'll see in the uh, descriptions or the the titles of the videos like what it's for like oh this is for uh dna repair this is for letting go of all negative energy this is for you know manifestation this is for this, this is for that right so anyways all i do is pick whatever resonates with me in that moment like this is what i need i pick some frequency music put my phone on silent put my headphones in and all i do is sit crisscross applesauce in my bed and relax and I just breathe deeply with the music in my ear turned up full blast and I say I only allow what's of love of light and of God into this meditation and that's important because we are spiritual beings and you know I only want things of light around me. You know what I mean? I don't want any bull crap in my presence and my midst, especially during such what I consider a sacred time. So I say I only allow us of love and of light and of God into my meditation. And I say, you know, I invite God into my meditation. I invite my higher self. And our higher self is, you know, ultimately who we, it's who we are, yes, but it's also who we are in my mind. This is my definition of it, who we aspire to be, you know, with ego aside and everything else is, is, is our 
selves in our greatest capacity. And I hope that makes sense. I hope I'm describing that properly, but that's what I view it as. And um, to answer everybody's question, like, how did you know it was your spirit guys? How did you meet them? So, you know, I just intuitively start feeling a pull towards my spirit guides and I've heard of you know people you know they jokingly like man the ancestors told me the ancestors this and the ancestors that I'm like huh what y'all talking about and I'm very afraid of like because of the traumatic experience I talked about in college with dealing with evil stuff you know and with the soul tie I am terrified of inviting negative energy into my life and I was like I ain't doing all that you know because I don't want to dabble in anything that's of darkness or that's satanic ever, ever, ever. I just want to make that clear. So I was very apprehensive of even getting into something like that, right? But anyways, one day, it was very random. I was sitting in my bed, which is my favorite place to be. And I was about to meditate. And just something came over me. I said, invite your spirit guides. Just something literally came over me and said, invite your spirit guides. A.K.A. my angels. And I didn't feel scared. I felt very much at peace. I was like, okay, let's let's do it. It was like, all right, boom. All right, let's do it. So after I said I only allow what's of love and of light and of God into this meditation, I said, all right, I invite God, my spirit guides, and my higher self. And anytime I invite God, it's just like a ray, a strong brightness, you know, a bright, bright light that I'm seeing in my mind's eye and I see my higher self, you know, and she's just a baddie. Okay. She's a bad, bad girl. You know, my 33rd birthday, I actually recreated what my higher self looks like to me in my mind's eye. Um, she got white hair, white boho dress. You know what I mean? That's exactly how I looked on my 33rd birthday is how my higher self looks to me. But anyways, when I invited my spirit guides, three, beautiful majestic powerful bow-headed chocolate women stepped forward and I started bawling crying because I was taken over by just I mean what do you call it just I mean, it, majestic is the only word that comes over me. I was I was really taken back by how bomb they were, how confident they were. They had red drapings on them, and they had they each had a spear in their hand, and they just came forward so boldly to me and so beautifully. As soon as I said I invite my spirit guides, and I just started crying because I'm like, wow. Y'all, this is a real thing. Your ancestors, your angels, whoever. This is a real thing. But I was so at peace. I wasn't afraid or anything. I was just like literally mouth agape. Like, oh my God, y'all are amazing. Y'all my ancestors. Y'all are my spirit guides. And it's three of them. And I just remember them coming to me and they were hugging me. And kissing me, said, oh, we just love you so much. We are so proud of you, baby. We've been here the whole time. We've been here your whole life. Thank you for inviting us. We're here, baby. We're here. And I was sobbing. Do you hear me? 
because the love I didn't get growing up from my family and the love I always wanted from my mom and, you know, others, I felt that love right then. I mean, I wish I could adequately describe it and put the emotion to it. It was just being loved on. Like, we've been watching you. We've been guiding you. We have been here. We've been kicking the enemy's ass on your behalf, baby. We've been protecting you. We've been watching you. You know, because they're just an extension of God, you know? And some people are like, oh, no, no. They're just an extension. Like, they're just an extension of God, just like the angels are. Like, so it is what it is. You know what I mean? They're just truly an extension of God, just like we are extensions of God as well. But, you know. I'm going to have to get into that part a little bit later. But stay on top with Spirit Gods. Um, It was amazing meeting them. I never had an expectation of what they would look like or what they would be. Um, So I was very taken aback to see that they were these beautiful African women. Now, the fact that they were bald-headed, y'all see I can't keep no hair on my head for nothing because I'm constantly cutting it down. And now I done done shaved my head down, and I'm looking more and more like them, which is hilarious. It's almost like I've always wanted to cut my hair, even when I was married. My ex-husband was like, don't cut your hair, don't cut your hair. But I just always wanted to cut it again. I cut it in college. I was like, ugh. And it's funny to see them bald because I always want clippers on my head. Like, oh, I'm sick of this. Let me just be free. Let me be free. But now I realize it's an ancestral thing. Well, I don't even care to have hair on my head. And that tickled me to see that they were bald. Um, I just felt such a sense of belonging, communing with them. And, you know, what I've been doing now is just getting to know them and just bonding with them. And I love them so much. And they love me. And it's just nice to have like a little spiritual tribe in your corner. Because you got God, you know, of course, who is at the tippy top. And then you got your people. You know what I mean? Your folks, your girlfriends in the spirit. And I think that's the coolest thing ever. And this is why spirituality is so dope. You know, because it's it's so multifaceted. It's so amazing. You know what I mean? Like our finite minds can't grasp everything in the you know other dimensions and other realms and whatever like it's just amazing but um I nurture that relationship by meditating so now when I meditate I say I invite God my spirit God to my higher self and I talk to all of them via that meditation aka prayer and I tend to get immediate answers even if they don't answer, that's the answer too. <laughs> that I need to sit down somewhere and be patient and wait and let them do what they got to do, you know, and trust the process. And I've just learned so much from them and acknowledging them. But it's just amazing. Like, I get so many downloads when I meditate that I write them down on sticky notes and I put them on my mirror. Um, you know, because I'm single and I've wanted... I've just now got to the point that I've wanted a relationship. I've been divorced for three years and I'm at a point now, and this is how I know I've matured so much in my healing journey. Um, I was like, you know, you know, they say love yourself, but I got the download in my meditation. Like you are the love you seek, become the love you seek. And that was so powerful to me. 
and I start focusing on that instead of I want a relationship and instead of just I want a relationship but like no I am the love that I seek that is what I embody I embody the love that I seek and I remember I was having a little bit of trouble sleeping just feeling anxious because I can feel everything and it says trust that you are protected and you will have peace and so it's just little dope things that they've given me that have just helped so much I can go on and on but I know the primary question was how did I meet my spirit guys how did this happen I just simply invited them to a meditation and it just felt right I was led to but you know what the crazy thing is around the time I invited them to my meditation the following week my kit to do my 23andMe DNA um, came in so two weeks later I found out that the furthest back my DNA goes which is six to eight generations is Southeast Africa and Kenya so those women are actually Maasai women that is as far back as my DNA goes. So my spirit guides are truly my ancestors. Again, I had no expectation of what they would look like. I didn't know if they were going, I didn't know what they were going to be. Honestly, if they were going to be beings, people, African, I had no expectation. I didn't know what they were going to be at all, but I was okay with whatever. But they're Maasai women from Kenya, and I'm proud to be their baby. I'm so proud. And even right now, they're like, girl, we love you, girl. And I'm like, I love you too, boo. Even in this moment, they're like, y'all hear she talking about us. I'm like, I'm, I am talking about you because I love you. You know what I mean? But anyways, I thought that was ridiculous to have it confirmed. Because I was already, one thing that this spiritual journey will do, it will, as you are undoing everything that you were taught and everything that you thought you knew about you and really fucking up the entire foundation and breaking it and starting anew, you yearn to know who you are. So that's why I ordered at 23andMe. And the timing, of course, was no coincidence and me feeling comfortable with inviting my spirit guides and then my DNA test coming in confirming what my lineage is, what my connection is, and things like that. And it actually being must Kenya. And that explains why they're bald. You know, they're from the Maasai tribe. And, you know, it's just been the journey of, well, shit. I always knew that my relatives, my family, I knew those were never my people. And God even told me that, like, these ain't even your people. He told me that early this year. He's like, these ain't even your people. Let them go. They're not your people. Let him go. And that was a heartfelt to swallow. But I've known him my whole life and I don't have nobody. Even though I didn't want to be around their asses anyway. It was just like, I don't have nobody. He's like, these ain't your people. And so that puts you then on the path of, well, who am I? Who am I then? I don't have any family. I've had to cut everybody off. You know, and everybody's situation ain't going to be as extreme as mine. I think my stuff has had to be extreme because I wouldn't even be able to teach or share anything to help y'all heal if mine wasn't so extreme. You know, that way I can cover as many bases as possible for those who need it because I've kind of been on the extreme side of the spectrum, unfortunately, but fortunately, um, at the same time, because I love being able to serve and help y'all. But, um, yeah, this journey of just who am I, who am I really and being comfortable with that. And so you got to be okay with going on the path on your own. God will put the right things and people in your life to help you along the way but you got to be obedient and I know it's hard to let go of what you've always known 
what you've been taught, who you thought you were. But when you let go of that and step into who you truly are and look, it's going to hurt. It is jarring to fully walk away of everything you thought you knew. Even what you thought you knew about yourself. That is a tough, baby, that ain't even a tough pill to swallow. Honey, that is literally pulling the muffin cap back blue. Okay, whatever that looks like, that's what it is. Like, I don't even know who I am. Who am I? And that's how you know you're going through a spiritual awakening. Because you're like, I don't even know nothing. What is this? Who am I? I don't know nothing. I don't even know who I am. Like, it was such a difficult and dark time earlier this year, especially after kicking my mom out of my house and then blocking my whole family. You know what I mean? And now it's just funny because now I'm at a point I don't even care. I don't even know. This is if I've never known these people. And I don't care. And I don't feel bad about it because we deserve peace. I Can we normalize peace? Can we normalize a healthy mindset, good, positive mental health? Can we normalize abundance? Can we normalize joy? I'm so fucking sick of suffering, scarcity mindset, you know, and survival being normalized. Like, oh, you got to deal with it because they dealt with it. And this is just how we are. And this is what we've always done. Y'all ain't never going to have peace if you keep that stupid ass mindset of survival, of scarcity, and of suffering. Baby, you deserve more. And then that thing spills out. That same mindset spills into your romantic relationships, into your work relationships, into how you feel about yourself and everything else. You do not have to suffer and survive and be scarce. But again, we're going to save that for another day. I just wanted to answer this um, question about how I met my spirit guides in this particular episode. And I'm still nurturing that relationship, but I love it. It is the coolest thing ever. It's like having mom, a mom and sisters or, you know, aunties in the spirit realm who got your back and who love you. And they, I hear from the very, I've always heard from God extremely clearly, but I can hear from them too. It's really cool. It's very, very cool. But again, I try not to hold y'all too long on these podcast episodes because I can talk and talk and talk. I will have a part three for you next week where I continue to dig in and share just my spiritual experiences and how I got to where I am now and the things that have helped me along because all of this is connected in how I have healed from generational trauma. So we may be slightly all over the place a little bit, but this is part two of how spirituality healed me, meeting my spirit guides, how I did it. Meditation is bomb. Like I said, Get into that frequency music that Jason Stevenson, that meditative mind channel on YouTube. Get into it. And just sit and pray. You only need you won't even really it won't even feel like ten minutes. It'll feel like you've been meditating for an hour and just breathe. And just say, Hey, I only invite what's of love and of light and of God. I invite God and my higher self to this. Or if you just want to invite God to it, because you ain't ready for all that. Just say, I invite God. And you just pray. Which is spirit. I think it's the most amazing thing ever. It has changed my life. It has changed my life meditating. Now I'm not at the point of meditation. Where I can just be silent in a room. Because my mind going to start wandering. I'm going to start thinking about what groceries we need. I'm going to start you know. 
thinking about my to-do list and everything else. I got to have frequency music in my earbuds and to do it. So this is just another part of how spirituality healed me. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that your questions were answered about my spirit guides, aka my ancestors and my angels. I hope that y'all are blessed. I will see y'all next week um, with another episode on spirituality and the healing process and how it healed me. And we will go from there. Love you guys. Bye.